Hey everybody, I'm Sasha. I'm Marie. And this is a Smutcast where we talk about dirty, dirty books, but not so dirty. Yeah. Mediocrely dirty. This one's not all dirty right. at all, I guess. I mean, kind of. I mean, the subject matter, I guess, yeah. Kind of, sort of. We get a sex scene in this this part, I suppose. A, we get a dabble, do ya? Yeah. So, of course, we are talking about the book we read this month, which is not Flowers in the Attic. Petals on the Wing. But the sequel to Flowers in the Attic, Petals on the Wing. Thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. anger me greatly, because the end of that book just is like... it. Yeah, that was a lot. Uh-huh. It, I mean... Golf clap for the long con, but like yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're just like, whoa. So if you don't know what Pedals on the Wind is, then listen to our other two, three, four, mm-hmm. three episodes on it. But it's the second part of the Flowers in the Attic series, or the Dollander series by B.C. Andrews. And it is something, all right. But before we talk about that, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're not in the same room we always recorded. No. <laughs> so if it's echoey, we apologize. We yeah. are we are trying out a different recording method today. Hopefully it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're in we're in my my new apartment. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat cavernous. Not as cozy as the recording studio. No. So not studio. The the, the the den. The couch we usually sit on and talk about but stuff on. There, there are wood floors in here. Sound's gonna bounce around uh-huh. a little differently. But don't worry, we got rugs from IKEA, so it'll all be fine. <laughs> uh, so, so now that that's out of the way, let's uh, let's let's get right in there. So uh-huh. we're not gonna do casting couch because it's the same characters. Uh-huh. You got Kathy. You got Bart Winslow. You got, got Chris. Got her mom. You got her Corinne. mom. You got Corinne. You got you got Doctor Paul. Kinda. Yeah, kind of, sorta. Occasionally, maybe. That's also weird. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna dive right into it. So, if you don't remember, we last le- left Kathy at Carrie's funeral, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Well, my little sister died. Better kick up this revenge plot to like 10. Uh-huh. I was simmering it, and I, you know, I should bring it up to a roaring boil. We don't know why <laughs> she wasn't Rory boiling her. Her revenge plot. Right, yeah, she's going for more of a slow burn, but yeah, I guess, yeah, Carrie's death was just the catalyst. I honestly feel like she was doing nothing towards the revenge plot at all before. Except, yeah, death, just like, like putting herself in the proximity of her mom and Bart. Yeah, but it was like kind of like underwear numb. She's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I live near Bart. Revenge. <laughs> like, that's not how that. And profit. (laughs) And profit. Like, nope. So she decides, yeah, I'm going to kick this revenge up. But before she can, Bart Winslow shows up at the studio and is like, hey, let's talk about these motherfucking letters that you had. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, like, oh, shit. He's like, hey, why, why are you trying to bribe my wife? Blackmail. Or blackmail, and, yep. Yeah, so they go out to this diner and they're all, like, talking about... The blackmail, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm just a, I'm just a poor relation. I'm not, I'm not really Corinne's kids, which mm-hmm. I don't understand." Right. And then I don't understand it later on in this part where they're like, where, where he's shocked. But like, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm just like, why don't you just go all in and be like, "Well, I'm Corinne's kid, as you can see." <laughs> Look just like her. No DNA test required. <laughs> But whatever, they do that, and then they, they part ways, and then Kathy's like, dude, 
I gotta seduce me a Bart Winslow. What am I going to do? So she takes a jog. Because, like, I think it was reported that he jogged. Yeah. Or yogged. Yeah. It's a soft J. Soft J. So, yeah, and then she starts jogging the same trails that he's known to jog. Yeah. Just in hopes of running into him. Because, you know, she cool like that. Mm Mm-hmm. She's playing it real low-key. I mean, that's usually my tactic. (laughs) Jogging? Not jogging, but, you know, kind of... Putting, putting yourself in the proximity, in the, same space. the same orbit. And then they have to fall in love with you. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, they meet up, which is cool, I guess. They mm-hmm. go for a drive. He gets a little, a little grabby. Yep. A little like he forces himself on her a little bit, and I don't like it. Me neither. I no. did not like it. And so he's like, you're going to make dinner for me. I want, what was it? Wellington? Oh, no. Well, was, I think that was the second night. Yeah, the first okay, night. Okay, so the first night, I can't remember what they had for dinner, but, like, she, like, pulls out all the stops. She puts on this, like, really, like, slinky... Sexy dress. Sexy dress. Lots of decolletage. and yeah. A high slit. And she's just like, okay, after you, like, basically sexually assaulted me in the park, how about you come to my house for dinner and we'll just, like... Well, chill out well, chill and get out. to know each other. Relax, you know. I know your wife's out of town because her mom, Corinne, slash Bart Winslow's wife, is at a spa. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. She's getting some work done. Like, yeah. Or she's doing, like, the sleep cure, like, a la Valley of the Dolls, mm-hmm. where she's just, like... They just drug you up. Yeah. And so you're not really eating, and you mm-hmm. don't care that you're not eating, and you wake up and you're 20 pounds lighter. Yeah. It's I mean, fine. hashtag goals anyway uh, so so bart comes over for the first night at kathy's house and luckily for bart kathy's house is like right up against foxworth hall so he can just like mm-hmm. kind of cut through the floor which i mean show up i think kathy planned yeah, it that kathy way kathy totally planned it that way but it's nice to have your mistress in the backyard is what i'm trying to say <laughs> mm-hmm. plus sides to everything so he comes in dinner's like meh they're, like, talking, and then finally Bart's like, yeah, I didn't come here for, like, dinner. Like, this is cool and all, but I'm going to have my way with you. So he basically, like, carries her off to the bedroom and... It was rape. Yeah, it was rape. She did not want it. Yep. She said no. She said no several times, and he was just like, nah, you want this. And she's uh-huh. like, no, I, I don't. And and I think he even tries to pull a whole, like, you made me do that. It was just so gross. It was super gross. And so then he's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow night. That's when he wants to beef Wellington. Yeah, and I would like beef Wellington, which... Same. But also, do you know how long that shit takes to make? One, puff pastry. If you're making puff pastry from scratch... All the lamination. uh Uh-huh, that's going to take forever. Then you have to, like, make the, like mushroomy paste thing that uh-huh. encrusts it that right. takes a while and then you like coat it in mustard i think and I think then so. you put the meat in i'm like that's just too much work mm-hmm. and then there's sides i assume there's sides if there's not sides why would you even have a beef wellington you gotta have yeah. a potato you gotta get your stock potato maybe a green and like definitely yeah. a dessert and you have to have a fine wine uh-huh. She's poor. She just teaches dance school. She doesn't have beef Wellington money. <laughs> true. I'm Very just true. saying. 
Or she could be like, you know, I would have beef Wellington money if you let me blackmail your wife. Uh-huh, but no, blackmailing your wife's a no-go. So anyway, he comes over. She's dressed like just in sweats and, a, and jeans. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm not going to get raped again. Right. It's like, I'm not putting any effort in for you. Oh, yeah. and then it gets, it gets even better. Yeah. I think she like brings out, like I envision like, you know, the whole like silver cloth. Yeah. And that she like, the big reveal is like. A hot dog and some cold baked beans. Uh-huh. She's like, this is what Jory, because remember, she calls her child Jory. I hate it too, everybody. <laughs> Jory and I had this for dinner. And if it's good enough for us, it's good enough for you. So Bart just like eats the cold meal. Yeah, like he's begrudgingly, like, but yeah, he still eats like, it. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'll just take a bite off. I just imagine him, no fork, no knife, just holding the cold <laughs> wiener in his hands, just... Biting a piece <laughs> mm-hmm. off. You think I won't eat this, but I will. I will, sucker. And then what happened? I can't remember what oh, happened after that. Oh, they have sex again. Yeah. But, it, but it's it was, better this yeah, time. Yeah, it was better this it's time. It's consensual, less, so less I mean. rapey, consensual. She's like, he's like a wild lover she's never had before. Mm-hmm. And she digs it. Mm-hmm. So basically, they do like the seasons change and all <laughs> time this. Passes. Time passes. <laughs> but I think it's just like a... F- Maybe a couple months. Yeah, it's probably, it's just a couple months. Like, he, Bart really, like, ingratiates himself to their little family. He, like, brings Jory gifts. Mm-hmm. The babysitter, Sarah, I think her name is, meets, I think, must know Bart at this point, too. Yeah. Kathy is always having Bart over. He spends the night. All of this is happening. Meanwhile, Corinne is still at her plastic surgeon's office in, like, Texas. Mm-hmm. Recuperating, her, Yeah, probably. being her sleep here, recuperating. Bart's, the only reason Bart's in town is to look after Corinne's mother, which, weird move. I, I mean, I, like, I think probably that, I mean, if you have, like, probably a good kind of relationship and uh-huh. balance and all that. Yeah, you'd kind of expect your significant other to sort of step up and... Yeah. But I guess, the but same, they have all that money, so Yeah, it they seems, have all that money, but at the same time, Corinne doesn't trust the help, and it's one of those things where they're like, uh, you're like, really? You don't trust the help? Helps kept some really big secrets for you in the true. past, and you didn't want to say anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Nothing? But okay, yeah, let's then. let's not trust the help then. Uh huh. So that happens, and like the holidays roll around, and Corinne finally comes back for Christmas, mm-hmm. and Kathy's not pleased about it. I can't remember if it was just like she wasn't expecting her to be back so soon. Yeah, I don't think she was expecting her was to be it, back so soon. Or was it more like? Because she came back and she actually looked good. She's like, oh. Uh. Yeah, like she, she came back and she looked younger. And the other thing was. Her relationship with Bart was kind of crappy before. Like, Corinne and Bart's relationship mm-hmm. was sort of shitty before. And when she came back, Bart's like, she's like, she used to be. She's all in love with me. And mm-hmm. she loves me so much. And part of me's thinking it's like, because fucking Kathy hasn't sent a blackmail letter to her in Possibly. like half a year. <laughs> when Kathy was dropping them lines like every couple of months being uh-huh. like, you suck and I hate you. Right, I'm still alive. <laughs> This is going to be a problem for you. Although, like, also, this is, like, right after Carrie died. Yeah. So you just, like, you just saw one of your, another one of your kids buried. Like, 
I don't understand why she's suddenly all like loving again. Maybe she's just like, two more to go. Two Maybe. more to go. <laughs> then it won't be a problem at all. Uh-huh. And because she knows Chris would never like, so really it's just like one more to go because I yeah. feel like she knows Chris would never like do her like that. Right. Even though he should. Mm-hmm. Like, her and Thor's. Like, why would you even? Yeah. She's not a mom. No. She's just a horrible human being. So anyway, it's Christmas time, and you know what the Foxworths do at Christmas, Marie? They have a party! So on Christmas Day, Kathy gets, like, a gift from Bart, like, a lovely, like, jewelry thing, Mm -hmm. something, something fancy as fuck. And he gives Jory, like, a train set, and, like, but he's like, I'm sorry, I can't come, I have to spend, you know... Christmas with yeah. my family. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? And he, she doesn't get invited to the big Christmas party, and she's kind of pissed about that. But Bart was like, look, there's no way I can swing this, honey. Like, there's, like, what do you want me to do? Corinne, can I invite this spinning image of you as a young person? Right. It's like, I'm, I may be, like, big enough of an asshole to cheat on my wife, mm-hmm. but I'm not so cruel as to invite my mistress mm-hmm. to my wife's Christmas party. Also, while all of this is happening back in Dr. Paul's world, Penny is, like, dying, basically. Yeah, like, she had a stroke or something. And, like, Dr. Paul and Henny are just like, Kathy, could you please come back? Henny's mm-hmm. dying. Like, she wants to see you before she dies. Yeah, you're kind of like a daughter to her. Yeah, though, and Kathy's, kind of Kathy's just like, big deal. nah, dog. I gotta do this. I got some shit going on. And so she had, like, this custom-made dress. It was, like, basically a replica of what her mother was wearing that one Christmas party that she and Chris watched when they were in the attic. She got her hair cut, like, the exact same Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, she did, like, everything the same. Mm -hmm. And so she goes, and she's just like, I I don't know why they kept it, but they still had the fake wooden key that, like, Mm -hmm. can... Which, I mean, who knows? Like, maybe... Maybe it was always, like, because I think she had almost, like, uh-huh. a fear of being locked up again. Yeah. So maybe it was kind of, like, keep this key just in case, even, you know, as irrational as that is. But that reminds me, still having the key, and we skipped a part. So oh. when she's in the middle of her affair with Bart Winslow, she decides, Oh, that was I, a big part. I forgot yeah, about that. Oh, damn. She, we, we're not reading off of notes. We're freeballing it. Yeah, because I did have very, like, good notes, and I left them at work. And it so happens. It happens. Anyway, so we'll come back to the Christmas party. Uh-huh. Put a pin in it. Right now, let's talk about her crazy ass. Kathy's crazy uh-huh. ass. She, so when Bart, she knows Bart's going to be out one day. And she knows when the grandmother nurses take their nap. Right. Because they get to nap, I guess. Apparently. Or like, yeah, Bart <laughs> has noticed. And he just doesn't care enough. Yeah. Because I mean, the grandmother, I don't know if we said this at all. Like, she's completely... Like she's meant. Like I think they she's get to say she's mentally like she's present. Yeah, exactly. It's but so yeah, she's totally incapacitated. Uh-huh. Otherwise, she can't move. She can't speak. So Kathy takes the wooden key and is just like, "All right, let's do this." So she like goes into the grandmother's study, which is the same place where the grandfather was kept when he was dying. Mm-hmm. That's just the That's, convalescent yeah, room. Yeah, it's where the... you keep dying people. Uh-huh. And she comes in and she's like, I shall dance for you, grandmother. Right, I thought that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, so she like weird. made a point to come in like her like leotard and tights and point shoes. Uh-huh. And she was like, 
Look at me go. <laughs> yeah. I also like to imagine like she did something kind of like, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Emma Roberts in I think American Horror Story. It's like a meme where she's like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so she does that. And then she kind of, she turns grandmother over and whips her with a switch. Uh-huh. Which, dude, she stroked out like. Right. Well, I think even Kathy was kind of like, like uh, this feels kind of gross and wrong yeah. with her being so like but she weak didn't and feeble. Stop. No, she didn't. <laughs> so, oh no! And then like it, it gets worse. It gets worse because she like whips her, and then she goes and gets some candles. Uh huh. And pours wax on her hair. She's like, yeah, I don't know where you'd get tar, but I did notice you have some candles. So, so I'm gonna go with candles. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, Kathy does have a good point. Where did her grandmother get tar? Where yeah. did her grandmother tar? She's her like, hair? there's no construction nearby. Uh-huh. But I mean, when you're that rich, you could probably get whatever you want. True. And then she also like takes a piece of Carrie's hair. Yeah, like that she had sick. Yeah, that she saved when Carrie was like dying of arsenic poisoning. And all her hair was falling out. Kathy, like some weirdo, collected all the mm-hmm. hair and like brushed it all over grandmother's face and was like, <laughs> look how beautiful this hair is. Your hair's not beautiful anymore. <laughs> it was never beautiful. Uh, and so she does all this torture to this woman who is paralyzed. And uh, I, don't know, I don't think she feels better for it. No, well, I think it's like, because I, almost to the end, I think the grandmother was like looking at her, like, cause I think she was like whipping her and she started crying and the grandmother uh-huh. just kind of looked at her and was like, you whim. Uh-huh, I you totally went. And then, and then I think she said it was like after she like went to go get the candles or something, something happened. It was like, she like left oh, and she, she came left, back. And then oh, she yeah. came back to get Carrie's hair. For the she break, accidentally yeah. left it. And then, like, she saw that the grandmother was crying, mm-hmm. and then, so I think she, that's for her, like, when she realized, like, yeah, I won, mm-hmm. I guess. But I don't think you won. Like, you just whipped her. It probably hurts. She probably cried because of the pain. Like, yeah. I don't think she's crying. Well, the reason you think she's crying. Like, I right. don't think. It's not remorse. Yeah, it's not remorse, and it doesn't fit into your vengeance plot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she did all of this, and Bart Winslow was like, Dude, somebody like whipped my grandma, my my, my, my mother-in-law, wife's mother and my wife's mother. Man, I had to fire some of the nurses, which Kathy should feel bad. About. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like you just lost some people their jobs, and you know if that mark of elder abuse is on your record, and you're trying to be a home care nurse. Yeah, but I would say this is like the '60s, so I mean it's probably very inconvenient. Yes. But they could move, and that It'd doesn't necessarily follow them yeah. the same way. But it's still, just it's hugely inconvenient. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move. For, uh-huh. If Kathy doesn't even know these people, right? Well, and they, like, on top of it, like, the grandmother isn't healing because yeah. she's old and her circulation is not good. So she has massive infections. Mm-hmm. So she basically just slowly killed her grandmother, which I guess is just desserts because the grandmother Yeah, slowly killing them. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know. I feel bad when they're so old. It's like... Yeah. She's already suffering. She already had this locked-in situation going on. Right, that's kind of justice mm-hmm. in and of itself. Like, she's locked in her own body the same way they were locked in the attic, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Back to the Christmas party. off the wall. <laughs> and let's talk about the Christmas party. So Kathy takes her big wooden key again and 
gets into the house and she decides to go check out the attic just for, for a good old time. Plus, she wants to make a grand entrance. Mm-hmm. So, so she has to kill some time. Yeah, she has to kill some time. So first she goes to her mother's room and she knows that her mother like moved back into the, the mm-hmm. house and everything. And she goes to her mother's safe and unlocks the safe and takes the jewels her mother wore on that Christmas and puts them on, mm-hmm. puts all the jewelry on. So she's just like a clone. Yeah, so she looks exactly like a mom. And then she decides, well, I'm going to go up to the attic and see what they've been up to. And so yeah. she goes up to the attic and it's like exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. Right, nothing's been touched or moved. Uh, and then she's always had this hunch that there was another door into the attic. Right. It so she decides like, to go explore that. Uh-huh. But they kind of just leave that hanging. And I right. think that's I guess for a reason. Right. It kind of goes back to it, though. In yeah. The which we shall see. And so she does that, and then now it's finally time for her granddad. Right, which like I think midnight. is like midnight. Yes, exactly. It's midnight, and they're, like, they're all dancing down there, and she goes to the grand staircase and just starts descending. Right. But, and people mm-hmm. are like looking at her because she's like beautiful and looks right. just like Who's a young Who's that girl? Corinne. Uh-huh. And then she's just like, Mother! Right, she makes yeah. this whole big thing. Was like, I'm her daughter. Uh-huh. I'm Car- or Catherine Foxworth. Yeah, and so Bart, bless his heart, is like, oh, I got you, Corinne. This is all a joke. Kathy is such an actress. Uh-huh. You know, she, she was a ballerina, but look at her now. What a wonderful actress. Mm-hmm. And Kathy's like, not acting. She's my mom. She locked me and my siblings up in an attic like, for th- almost four, four years. years. Like she like said like three years and almost five months. But Bart's like, let's have a dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they start dancing, and she he's like, this can't be true. And Kathy's like, dude, why do you think I was blackmailing her? Like, did yeah. I not say in those letters I was her kid? Right, and it's like, let me give you exhibit A. Like, yeah. I forget all the specific examples, but she, like, starts lifting, listing off all this, like, evidence. Yeah, and then finally and Bart's like, okay, this is crazy. I need you, Corinne, you, Kathy, and me. We're going into the library with Grandmother, and we're going to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. So they go into the library, and they're, like, having this huge argument, and Chris brings us in. See, I don't think she had the birth certificates on her. Oh, no. no. Oh, she did. She did. But, or she had, like, copies. Yes. Because, of course, like, she's not dumb enough to bring originals in. But, yeah, she had, like, the copies that she showed. She's like, here, look at these. And then she's all like, you know what? Here's proof. Look at grandmother's eyes. Look how fucking freaked out she is right now. Yeah. I'm something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so all this is happening. They're arguing. Corinne's having, like, a meltdown. Because, you know, her fortune's slipping away and all right. of this. And she's trying to, like, still argue with Kathy uh-huh. about how it was like, you were always dogging me. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I was really trying to do right by you. You don't understand. Yeah. Like, we find this big reveal, right? Uh-huh. Is that the grandfather knew about the kids the entire time. Yeah. And really his intent was that they would be basically imprisoned in the attic for the rest of their lives. So I don't know if, like, Corinne kind of tried to frame it as, like... That was her uh, punishment a mercy. or something. Yeah, it was a mercy. Oh, well, like for her trying to kill the kids. Yeah. Or, or no, no, no. Oh, well, she came out with this whole thing of like, I may be jumping out of order, but she tra- like, no, I was going to just try and make you a little sick. So then I would have a reason to like, 
pull you guys out and take you to a hospital or something. Which is bullshit because if that was your reasoning when Corey first started showing signs of sickness, you should have taken him to the hospital, not argued with grandmother. But no, you didn't even argue with the grandmother. You just were like, yeah, we'll give him soup or some shit. I don't ask for Right, exactly. No, like Kathy brought up some really good examples. She's like, no, that like if he wanted us dead, why did like the donuts didn't start showing up until after he died. Yeah. So, and then, like, she tried to do this spin on, like, oh, no, but, like, the servant John knew, and, like, he his inheritance was tied into it. It was, like, a whole thing. And Bart was just like, I could have gotten you out of this. Right. Well, and Bart was like, I, you know, when we got together, I loved you. I didn't love you for your money. Uh-huh. I wanted to be with you. This would have been fine. Like, you could have told me about the kids. We could have figured something out. Yeah. And, and Corinne was just crying and bullshitting and mm-hmm. trying to get out of it. It's just... I hate Corinne. I yeah. Hate Corinne oh, yeah, so she's much. the worst. And then I think, yeah, yeah, it is pointed out, like, you know, she was trying to be like, yeah, I had to, like, be at his every beck and call. But then Callie was like, no, like, he gave you, like, money for clothes. You could come and go uh-huh. as you wanted. And Bart was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you could. could. <laughs> we went on dates and shit. Mm-hmm. We, got, we went to Europe. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, like, it's one of those things, like, you know, I think in the moment, like, if you weren't paying attention, those would almost kind of work, but... They're just kind of like, you're not suffering. Like, and you clearly didn't care. Clearly making your kids suffer didn't, you didn't give two two rat's asses about that. And then it's also just like, just a stupid plan. It's like, I'm just going to give you some arsenic to make you a little sick. It's just like so irresponsible. Yeah. When they were, they've already been sick. They've had colds. They were sick. You could have taken them out And she did nothing. Uh Uh-huh. Or, I don't know, if you really had to, you could have like hobbled them or something or just broken an arm and been yeah. like yeah i gotta take Corey to the hospital yeah right. broken arm this has to get set so yeah corinne's bullshit mm-hmm. anyway they're having their big argument and corinne's trying to convince bart and bart's really like starting to lean to kathy's side and mm-hmm. then suddenly chris bursts in and bart's like shit that guy <laughs> i don't know if you ever met chris no but i would have assumed he like would have seen pictures yeah. or something. But, well, like, Corinne, like, who's starting to lose her goddamn mind, she immediately, like, starts addressing him as if he's Chris Sr. Yeah, her ex-husband, her dead husband. Dead husband. And just, like, you don't understand. I had to do... I think uh, this is kind of, like, something that I think finally breaks Chris. And he's like, this is disgusting. And, like, yeah, you were knowingly poisoning us. And yes, you didn't so have wrong. to do any of this. And so Bart... Yeah, like this is bullshit. But when Chris finally comes in and like confirms everything Kathy says, that's when Bart like truly believes her. And I'm just like, six man. Okay, let's see what it see what it is. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, they Chris is there because Dr. Paul had a heart attack. Right. And so he's come to get Kathy and take her back because you know, Dr. Paul is their real father. Mm-hmm. Not their real father, but, like... Their real parent, their real family, yeah. I guess I yeah. would say, because... Well, I mean, I guess in this family, incest is not that big of a deal. So, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Kathy's like, well, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, we're going to go. And Bart's like, yeah, you guys should go. Corinne's freaking out and, like, disappears. She runs uh-huh. off. That's where I have a thought. Uh huh. I think we'll talk. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. So Corinne runs off. 
Bart's like, just go home, Kathy. I'll see you tomorrow. I have to, like, take care of Corinne. I have to figure this out. Give me some time. For the record, appropriate response. That was a pretty big bombshell. Just like, mm-hmm. but I need some time to digest. Uh, and Chris is like, yeah, we have to get to Dr. Paul. So they're going out of the, the study, and then suddenly, like, they realize there's smoke, and the house mm-hmm. is on fire. So they freak out. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, I, yeah, I like that some, like, I think Chris said, it was like, yeah, these people are so dumb. Like, <laughs> all these doors and exits, and everyone just decides to go out the front door. Uh-huh. So Bart's like, go out the back door. Mm-hmm. And Chris and Kathy are like, cool, we'll go out the back door. And then Kathy's like, come on, let's go, Bart. And Bart's like, nah, I gotta go get Corinne, because she's somewhere mm-hmm. in the house. And she's like, oh, no? How about... Just leave her be. Yeah. And so the house is burning. Everybody's getting out. And then, like, it's really bad. The house is really bad. It's really burning down. And so Bart finally makes it out. And Kathy's like, oh, thank God. I love Bart. I'm so glad he's out. Oh, we also forgot to mention she is pregnant with his child. Uh Uh-huh. So. Which was kind of the plan, but I don't think, like, her falling in love with uh him genuinely, I don't think that was the plan. But she does. Because she wanted to give Bart something that his wife couldn't give him. Right. Was a child. So Bart's coming out and then Corinne's actually outside too. Mm-hmm. And then Corinne's like, oh, you have to go get my mother, Bart. She's still in there. And personally, I'm just like, bitch is basically dead. Like why? Right. <laughs> I was like, you might as well just let this put her out of her misery. Uh-huh. But I think Kathy in her mind, she sees Bart as doing this as kind of like, him being his own man, though, uh-huh. to an extent, because he like he's like, yeah, I'll go get her. Well, yeah, it's um, very like I am the man; I can do this. Uh huh. And so he goes in, and he and the grandmother do not make it out alive. Right. Corinne gets goes batshit insane. Hmm. Like batshit insane. Mm-hmm. They take her away in an ambulance to a loony bin. Kathy has to watch Foxworth Hall burn to the ground, even though Doctor yeah. Paul's. Right, like in critical condition, but uh-huh. she's still like. I mean, I could see that though. Just like, yeah. I mean, the you but know the Jory, other stuff aside, Jory but and the babysitter were in the car. Yeah, they're probably like, this is kind of traumatic. We'd like to go. Yeah, like Chris just, my uncle just came and picked us up and rushed us here because it was an emergency. Now there's a fire. We're dead. I'd like to go home. So that happens. That ends the Foxworth Hall bit. And mm-hmm. so they decide they can go back to Dr. Paul's. So they go back to Dr. Paul's house. Henny's dead, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Dr. Paul had like three heart attacks trying to save Henny. So he's kind of like an invalid. Mm-hmm. Very weak. Very weak. So, but Kathy's like, you know what? I'm finally going to marry. Yeah. So she marries invalid Paul. She has Bart's son, who she named Bart Jr., I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's just yeah. Bart Jr. And so, Kathy, Bart Jr., Chris, and Jory, and then their maid slash babysitter all live in the house mm-hmm. together. And then she and Dr. Paul finally have sex after, like, three years. Right. Because he was so weak. And guess what happens, guys? He dies the next day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Kathy was, like, so happy, and she's like, oh, my God, I hope it, it wasn't too much for him, was it, Chris? And Chris is like, 
ill. No. It's like, it's fine. TMI, Kathy. Yeah. TMI. No, but like, before this, I think it was like, you know, a few days before or whatever, Dr. Paul is even just like, yeah, you know, you should just leave me. Like, I'm imprisoning you the same way your grandmother imprisoned your mother. Yeah. In a way, or like your mother imprisoned you, you know, like you're stuck with me. You should take Chris or like go go with Chris. Jory doesn't have the memory of him as his uncle. So basically saying like, go have a relationship with your brother. Yeah. You can't have babies anymore anyway. Which... Which fine, How, but at well, the same I don't time, why they say she can't have babies anymore? Well, it was just at the birth of Bart Junior, like, but messed up some junk. Spoiler, because I read the back uh, cover of the next book. Fucking kid. Ew. Well, I mean, this was like what the sixties or seventies yeah. at this point, so they didn't know everything. So anyway, Paul dies. Total bummer. They bury him, and then they decide, you know what? Let's let's do what Doctor Paul said. Live together as husband and wife in California. Mm-hmm. So they pack everything up because Paul left them everything. And they moved to California. Right. And they have like this custom built house uh-huh. and all this, you know, and life is pretty idyllic. But then, <laughs> this is the worst. like, so I can't remember, like, so like Kathy's wandering around the house or something uh-huh. one day and she goes upstairs to the attic and there are two twin beds up there just for as if for two growing boys. And then she sets down a picnic basket yeah. just like grandmother. Like she like, for whatever reason, bought a picnic basket. She's like, no, but I would never do that. I'm not like them. No. As she's dipping donuts in arsenic. Right. <laughs> not really, but. Yeah. So that's it. Uh-huh. I, uh, I hate Kathy. Yeah, I think I, sh- I really would have preferred if she had gone and gotten, like, therapy or something. Yeah, because she was so driven by the long con. It killed Carrie. It killed Bart. It killed Grandmother, but that doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm not mad Corinne's about Corinne's in an insane asylum. And she also would visit Corinne in the insane asylum and be like... Oh, yeah, like, Corinne would, like, try and kill her until yeah. they kind of, like, calmed her down. And then she would, like, try and hurt herself. But Oh, and there was that whole, like, twist with, like... So, like, Corinne lost everything mm-hmm. because of the way the will worked out. And so, but all the money reverted to the grandmother uh-huh. who, in her will, just left everything to Corinne. Uh-huh. So, Corinne would have gotten everything anyway, but it's like she's insane, so she can't enjoy all these millions. And yeah. it's just all going to be distributed to different charities when she dies. So, I guess Corinne got comeuppance? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah, Somewhat. asylums back in the day were not pleasant. No. They, well, I mean, she, she was super wealthy, though. Yeah, that's also true. But, you know, what they did was just super wealthy. No oh, lobotomies. Yeah. yeah. A little <laughs> frontal yeah, lobe scramble. But for, I guess if she doesn't have any family who are, like, make her better or else. Right. They're, yeah, they're, they're not going to push. They're likely to well, lobotomize her, yeah. I guess. So, I don't know. I mean, is it, like, if she's too insane to, like, really analyze and assess her situation Mm -hmm. is that really a punishment also is she insane or is she faking it i'm guessing she's genuinely gone mad Mm -hmm. because i mean like if she like knew like oh all the money went back to me anyway yeah like i'm out Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes i think i'm good yeah you're like you know what 
Oh, but I think we were you you were going to go into something about the the house and the fire and well, I think she like do you think she went to that secret room? I think room? she went to I took think she took the back staircase and lit the fire in the attic. Okay. To get rid of any evidence, any evidence. so because, Bart couldn't see it. Because Kathy, I think in their like confrontation, Kathy brought up was like, yeah, I went by that area where we yeah. thought there was a, a door, but like there was this heavy ass armoire oh, yeah. there, so we could never move it. And there was like a really particular, like peculiar smell, mother. Uh-huh. It's like, where's Corey's body, mother? So like, yeah. I I definitely think. She hit yeah, Corey's she hit, body yeah, and that's armoire. maybe or it was kind of like or that room that was blocked off yeah. or whatever. But either way, like maybe that's where she started the fire and yeah. that yeah to get rid of evidence because but also of, just being cray yeah. But it also kind of sounded like they kind of wanted you to think that maybe Kathy left a candle burning up there or something. Uh, but I distinctly remember in the book they said she blew out the candles. Yeah. But yeah, so I think Corinne hundred percent started the fire to like oh yeah. Hide Corey's dead body, which also, dude, you have a massive estate. Get right? your hands a little bit dirty and just bury it, dig a goddamn hole. Or crevasses? Mm-hmm. I bet there was a crevasse somewhere. <laughs> so had to, yeah. <laughs> there was a lake. You could have waded him down. Uh-huh. I don't know. Dress him in, like, day clothes and put him on the train tracks and be like, oh, no. This kid was run over by a train. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, get rid of your bodies better. Just don't stick it in the armoire in the attic yeah. where your kids play and they might find it. I mean, I think they did leave relatively soon after uh, yeah. he died. But still, like, yeah, there's that possibility. Especially, like, I forget when they left. Did, were they, did they leave in summer or at the beginning of summer? No, I think it was, like, autumn. So, like, I body, think that body got snow. Yeah. Like, Corinne, you dumb. Well, we knew that. and dumb. Like, yeah. that's what Corinne is. So overall, Marie, uh-huh. what did you rate this book? I I gave it three out of five stars on Goodreads. I, because, I mean, I think for whatever reason, I didn't enjoy it as much as Flowers in the Attic. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's still, like, it's juicy as hell. It's yeah. very readable. I would, I would agree with you on that, a three out of five. It is very readable. I think the problem I have with it is Kathy's character. I think it's flawed in a, right. a lot of ways. Like, I think I totally sympathize and uh-huh. I'm kind of like rooting for her to get vengeance because I want Corinda yeah. to get justice. But it's just like the way she went about it. I was like, this is dumb and actually like really messed up. And well, and she's also like putting up this facade of being, like, a strong, independent woman, but she's really not. She lets all of these men just dictate what she needs to do with her life in the end Mm -hmm. because she eventually just goes lives with Chris, which is gross because it's her brother. She eventually marries Dr. Paul because he wants her to marry her. She marries Julian because, you know, why not? Right. And say that, yeah, like, with Bart. Yeah, she does whatever Bart tells her to do. Because she ended up falling in love with him, so. It's just kind of like, yeah, you think you're, like, a badass bitch, but you're not. Mm -hmm. You're just a fool. You're letting everybody manipulate you still. Because even Julian's mom was manipulating her and being like, you have to love Julian. And the reason he cheats on you is because you don't love him enough. It's like, (laughs) no, bitch. He cheats on me because he sucks. Like, yeah. He's a terrible person, uh-huh. and you raised him so, because you're a terrible person. See, if it was just <coughs> like blowing through men, 
bent on revenge, none of these guys taking advantage of her, then maybe mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, go Kathy. But I'm just kind right. of like... She's almost kind of like not likable yeah. anymore. Which, she I mean, isn't. not not every character character has to be likable. Well, and the sure, whole but thing I, where she like has the twin beds in the attic, so you're just going to be your mom? Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder if that's kind of implied that, like, you know, it's like she has no memory of how they got there. Yeah. And, she's like, she's like, I don't know why I bought this picnic basket that's just, like, the picnic basket that grandmother uh-huh. used. So it's, I wonder if it's almost implying a little madness, madness a little dissociation. I don't, I don't know, because she's also, I mean, like, in the narrative, she was saying, what if they find out that Chris and I are brothers? And sister, yeah. and then he'll lose his practice, and then what will happen? You move. Right? That's what happens. Just move. move somewhere else where no one knows you. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Okay, smut level, though. Uh-huh. I would rate the PG. Straight up PG. Like, yeah. I, there was the, the rape of uh-huh. Kathy. Well, and then, like, she goes into, like... You know, the next time, you know, we went to the stars together. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not graphic. It's all very kind of like descriptive mm-hmm. up to the point where it fades out. And yeah. You, like it's all kind of like you get the gist, a little wink and a nod. Yeah. So I, it would definitely be PG. Uh-huh. I don't think we're ever going to get like a hard R yeah, VC like Andrews. Andrews. I don't think so. I mean, but like when you're in like eighth grade, that shit's a hard R. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we're not in eighth grade, so we've actually read hard R's. Mm-hmm. We've read NC-17s. <laughs> Looking at you, hothead. <laughs> Can't Woo-hoo. wait to read something else. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess are we going to talk about what we're going to read for the month of April? Yes. That- okay. But actually, I was thinking of breaking out the old lappy taffy and uh, writing something a little special. <gasps> So I think we might do a Karen okay. episode next, and then we'll reveal what we're reading for April, or what we're reading next. It, <sighs> it's really hard to get through, yeah. guys. Guys, it's so That's hard. why we had to start so early and pre-record. And- but anyway, hurry. Get the fuck out of your house. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay, bye. Okay.